And, uh, and obviously, we owe, we, I think we all owe a tremendous yeshikayach to those that put a tremendous amount of work into the trip. I was sitting next to the guy in the planes. So we said, like, it must have been a lot of work for you, like, preparing the trips. So I said, I'll tell you the truth. I, I prepared a lot of tyro, but I, uh, I said I hadn't, I hadn't prepared any, any of the logistics. And I think most of us had very little to do with the logistics. And I think we all owe a tremendous yeshikayach to those that ran the logistics. I think, from what I understand, I think the Iker Yitzi and Yisrael... I think as far as far as I know, as far as I know, I think they both they both have day jobs as well. I think I think they both have. Yes, yes, yes. Now they have day jobs. Yeah, I think they both have wives and kids. And Baruch Hashem, it's not a it's not it's not nothing that they were doing for money. Nothing that they're doing because of their job. They're doing it out of out of the ahava for the for Israel. The ahava for the kilo to come to Israel. So I know it's hours and hours and hours and weeks, literally weeks of planning to make sure that every little. Every little part works out, and obviously none of it's going to work out, but then you have to be able to figure out how, when things don't work out, how to be able to move forward, and, and Baruch Hashem, we owe a tremendous yashikach to them, and Baruch Hashem, this is Mamesh Tashchala. Also, just stop, you know, I, when I was talking to Yitzi before, before the trip, about what, what Thursday night's going to look like, so he said, I think them's going to be exhausted Thursday night, probably come in, we'll eat a little chill, no one's going to want to sing, no one's going to dance, I don't think we should have any music there, I don't think, and I think that, I think that we've learned, I think. Baruch Hashem, over the past few months at the Shtibol, that Derech Hatava doesn't really work with, with this Kehillah. I think, you know, we said that the Shabbos after, you know, Sukkot, when everyone's like, we, we cannot, you know what I mean? The Shabbos after, Baruch Hashem, I think, I think that we were able to see that the, the energy and the Kayach and the Ruchnius and the Haibun Kayach doesn't come from a place of Tava. Mamela, it doesn't work with the realm of Tava, and all of us didn't sleep last night, or some of us didn't sleep last night, and up, and, and, and it's exhausting. Come to Eretz and a person feels a, a, an Aliyah, natural Aliyah, and you're able to see that it's, it's not Tava. It's not, it's not nature. This is not natural that we can sit around and we can bring and we go as if it's, you know, Shabbos Kiddush, you know, Kiddush Shabbos morning. But it's, it's, it's the Kayach of, Kayach of Ruchni and the Kayach of everybody together. We're each able to be Mamali each other's chesreinus and together as a kihila, as one big kumash lema to be able to, to be able to come to the Makam HaMikdash and to come to Eretz Yisrael. So, it, uh, the Emma says, I don't really know where to begin. I don't really know where, where do you start when you start talking about Yerushalayim. When you, talk about, when you go to Tzadik's kever, so it's, it's much easier to figure out where to talk, what to talk about. You talk about the Tzadik, and you talk about where he came from, you talk about his life, and you talk about his death, and you talk about his svarim. It, it's, there's a scholar, there's, 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 there's a middle, there's an end. It's, it's, it's sort of, you know, I'm going to know exactly what, what a person's supposed to talk about. When you come to a place like Yerushalayim, there's, there's no, where do you start? You start with Avram Avinu, you start, you start with Adam Arishan, who was, was created from Arabias. You start at the beginning of the creation of the world, the Parashas Bar Lekim, and even before that, where do you start? How do you talk about Yerushalayim? And what Nakuda can you talk about Yerushalayim? Yerushalayim, you can't put your finger on Yerushalayim. It's something, there's something in the ear. There's something that's Avir Da Eretz Yisrael, the whole Eretz Yisrael, specifically Yerushalayim. And as you get, you know, Baruch Hashem, I think that the way we ran the trip is that we're getting closer and closer to the Makam HaMikdash. And it's, it's a journey, it's a Mahalach, it's an Asiyah to get from where we came from all the way out in Chutz Laaretz and to make it slowly, to make our way slowly to Shalayim, to Geula, to, you know, headed slowly towards the Makam Mikdash. And it's, I don't really know where to start. It's, 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 it's an overwhelming thing. Again, in each Makam, there's something to say, but how do you talk about Yushalayim, the Chalal, Psicha, about Yushalayim? So, I just, heard, I just heard over from somebody. He said, you know, when you don't know, what, what, you know, Kolas Chalas Kashas, the beginning is always difficult. So you just, if you don't start at the Aschala, then it's not so difficult. So, we're going to start somewhere in the middle. And uh, hopefully from there, We'll be able to create the beginning some t- some point over this trip because I don't know I don't know where the aschala is I don't know how to make aschala. So w- what's the avoda? What are we doing here? 
What are we trying to do? What are we trying to, to, to find, to uncover, to discover? They're talking on the plane, some of the chevra, like when you come back, you're supposed to look different. Like, what's the avoid of a trip? We're going to Sadiqim, we're going to Kivri Sadiqim, we're going to Makayim Sakdashim, we're going to sit, we're going to bring on Shabbos. What's the avoid? So, you know, when, when we talk about the first Kenyan that ever took place in Eretz Yisrael, it obviously happens in this week's parish, the parish Chayisara, is the first Kenyan, the first piece of property that a Yid ever buys in Eretz Yisrael, is Chayisara. Avram Avinu buys a piece of a plot of land from Ephraim, and he buys the Mars Machbela. That was the Ma'ara that Adam was buried in, Chava was buried in, eventually the Mois and the, and the Ovas Akadoshim were buried in there. Avram Avinu, this is the first Kenyan on a piece of Eretz Yisrael. So if you want to understand what the Avoida of trying to make a Kenyan, not just a financial Kenyan of buying a piece of Eretz Yisrael. If you want to figure out what the avoid of making Kenyan on Eretz Yisrael, that when we leave, we can say we took a shtick Eretz Yisrael with us. They're able to create an Eretz Yisrael wherever we are. We have to go back to figure out what, what exactly took place for this first Kenyan. It's an odd story. Ephraim says, I'll give it for free. Then Ephraim, Avram Avinu says, no, I want to pay Kesef Mali. Avram Avinu, Ephraim says, fine. So you have to pay me 400 shekel Kesef. What's taking place? Why does Ephraim not want to sell it? Why does Ephraim sell it? What exactly is taking place? So Zerah Kaddish says, Apel de Gazach. Zerah Kaddish, Barsh Chayisar, says, Tachazi. The Zerah Kaddish always says, Tachazi. Yerushalmi does this as well. Don't do Tashma. Tashma is... It's a lower level. That's Chutzla Aretz. It's Tashima. You hear things. The world of Zerah Kaddish is Tachazi. Everything's Enidoyim Shmila Re'iyah. Everything's clear in the Zerah Kaddish. Yerushalmi is the same way. Tachazi. The world we're living in is the world of Geul. It's Tachazi. Tachazi. Efren Havi Chami Ma'arta Ma'da Havi Chami Avram Bey. If Efren would have seen what Avram Avinu saw in the Ma'ara, like Asp Le'la Alman, he would have never would have never sold it for any money in the world. Elavade Le'chama Bey Ve'Loiklom. Zak the Zerah Kaddish, Ephraim did not see what Avram Avinu saw in, saw in the kever. The whole less mila is galya, elalamari. Because nothing's revealed, nothing can be revealed except to he who has a shaykh, so he who owns it. Ubegin kach, Avram is galya, velayla Ephraim. Since Avram Avinu, it was, his, it was his place, it was originally created from Sheshis Mebreshis for Avram Avinu to bury himself, to bury Sarah in the earth, for himself to be buried in the earth. Only Avram Avinu, there was only a gilu of what that place was to Avram Avinu. Zak. You know, Zak, Zak the Zer Kaddish. What we normally think is, is that Avram Avinu got ripped off. Avram Avinu was standing there, and he gives a hesped before he even tries to find a makkah, which is an odd zach. Avram Avinu gives a hesped, he's standing there with the, the maces buried, uh, right there in front of him, and Avram says, I can take advantage. You're willing to pay? Pay Kesef Mali. Zak the Zer Kaddish, it's a mistake. Ephraim didn't scam Avram Avinu. Ephraim didn't, Ephraim didn't charge Avram Avinu more than it was worth. This is, this is the makam of the Maris HaMachbeilu. Adam and Chavar buried there. The Zerah Kaddish says that all tefillahs go up through the place called Maris HaMachbeilu. We'll be there Mitzvah on Monday. It's Avada. Maybe we'll talk about how they go through the makam of Mikdash and through the Maris HaMachbeilu. But Azur Shetan Zerah Kaddish. Everything goes to Maris HaMachbeilu. So Ephraim thought that he was selling the, the, the Maris HaMachbeilu for a large amount of money. He said, you know what? I'm going to charge you a million dollars for it. Avram says, not a problem. It, it, it's worth more than you can ever charge me for it. When a person buys a piece of plot on Eretz Yisrael, there's no, there's no price that you can put on it. But for what are you talking about? The a place where Adam and Chava were buried, the, the place where, where, where Avram, Sarah, Yitzchak, Rivka, this is the place. So Ephraim thinks that he's scamming, Ephraim thinks that he's you know, overcharging Avram Avinu. Ephraim would have never sold it. He would have told him, I'm not taking it for all the money in the world. It's something precious. It's something, you know, sometimes you see these auctions and they're auctioning off you know, different items from different rebels. If the person that would own it would understand what the item, what value the item has aside from the financial value, you'd never sell it. I mean, you're selling a, a tehillim like that? You're selling a, something that the Baal Shem had a shaykhist to? 
They don't understand, so they want the money. The money is worth more than, and they think they're getting a good price, and they put it up in the auction. The auction gives them a good, and the auction house gives them a large amount of money, and they say, "Wow, well, Bar Hashem, we sold it. You didn't get anything." If you would understand, if you if you would recognize what it is, Lo the Ephron would have never ever sold it. What was the pshat? Zaktizerakadosh, the Hales Mila Isgalia, Elulamari. Things are only revealed to he who has a shaykhus, to he who owns it. The Zerah is telling us that if a person wants to make a kinyan on something, if a person wants to own something, you'll be able to see the ur that's inside of it. And if you have no shaykhus to it, you can be walking by the ma'aras ma'achbeila. Imagine Ephron, Ephron, every day he's plowing his field and he's walking by ma'ara and to him it's just the ma'ara. There's nothing special. He doesn't know Adam, he doesn't know Chava, he doesn't know that this is the place that all the tefillahs go. He knows nothing about it. It's a place, it's part of his field, it's a piece of his property. Ephron doesn't see anything. Avram Avinu walks to Hevroin, Avram Avinu walks to the place of Elena Mama and Avram Avinu says, that's the place. It, it's shining to Avram Avinu and to Ephron, it's totally dark. Because the, the, the light can only shine for somebody who has a shaykhist to it. It says, When Avram Avinu walked into the Ma'ara, it was, it was lit up. The whole, uh, Avram Avinu said, I'll pay anything in the world for this. Judge me, four, five, ten thousand shekel. It's worth everything in the world because it lit up for Avram Avinu and for Ephron it was totally dark. He saw the kvarm of, of Adam and Adam and Chava. And Mila Avram Avinu says, I'm willing to buy for anything. He says, a Kenyan, you can only have a Kenyan on something that you have a Shaykhist to. Right, we mentioned last week by the, by the, the Yom Dekecha, Nerv Shabbos, that this is a Gaisa Shri, this is one of, one of the, it's a chuba which is written, I'll mention the case again just quickly because Beis brings it down in this parsha also, that if somebody owns, somebody owned a piece of Bedil, a piece of copper, and he sold a piece of copper, he bought it from a guy, and he sold a piece of copper to another Yid, and the, the second Yid bought the piece of copper. And when the Yid bought the piece of copper, he, recognized, he realized, he uncovered that underneath the copper was straight silver. It's total silver. And they came, to the, they came, they came and they wanted to know, what, what are they supposed to do? They came to Rosh Mishans, they wanted to know, what, what are we supposed to do? Do I owe him? I only paid him for the price of copper. Well, the I found out that there was silver underneath. Do I pay him for the copper, the price that I paid, or do I have to pay him more because it was silver? Zucked. Look, the Rashmi Shans is born the Gaisa Shri. He's not chayiv to pay him a dollar more than he paid him originally. Why? Because when the first Yid bought, the, bought that piece of copper and he thought it was a piece of copper, he only owned a piece of copper. I, underneath the copper, was silver because he didn't know that underneath the copper was silver. Memela, he did not own a piece of silver. He only owned a piece of copper. And when he sold a piece of copper to somebody else, it's, it was sold as a piece of copper. The second guy, the one who knows, who recognizes that it's silver, he's the one who can own it, and he's the one who has a shaykh. So you have no shaykh as the things that you don't understand. If a person doesn't have das, a person doesn't have knowledge, a person doesn't, doesn't understand what he owns, so like Ephraim, you can have the greatest treasure in your backyard, and if you don't see it, if you don't understand it, if you don't recognize it, it's total dark. To Ephraim, it just looks like any other piece of property. Only to Avram Avinu is the whole thing, is the whole thing lit up. That's the pshat, the Mishnah Perik Yavis tells us, the more nechassim you have, the more daiga you have. Because if I own things, and I really own them, I have a real opinion on them, then Mela, I, I die go over them. Mela, I think about them, I care about them, and I'm worried about them because I have a shaykhist to them. Because I have a kinyan on them, because they're mine. Because I own them. The Mela, Efren Achiti can own the greatest piece of property and sell it for a price that he thinks is a good price, and he's getting totally ripped off. Because to him, it's a, to him it's a black piece of property. To him, it has no cheshivas and no maila. And to Avram Avinu, it's the greatest piece of property in the world. Eretz Yisrael is the same way. 
Eretz Yisrael is the same way. A person can come to Eretz Yisrael, and a person can spend time in Eretz Yisrael, and it can be a nice place to vacation, it can be an enjoyable place, and a person can eat good food, and go to a tzaddikim, and you go to a kind Sekhtarishim, but if it's not shining, that means that you don't make a kinyan in it. That means that you, don't, you can't buy Eretz Yisrael, you can't make a real kinyan, you can't walk out of Eretz Yisrael taking a piece of Eretz Yisrael with you, Unless you're able to uncover what's taking place in the Panemius. Chitzonius, it looks the same to everybody. Chitzonius is just, it's a land. It's a land. It's a land like every other land. It's not more beautiful than every other land physically. It doesn't, you know, it's nice, it's gorgeous, it's, it's beautiful, but it, it, it's not the beauty. It's not that there are nicer mountains here than any other place, and there are nicer trees than any other place, and then the Yama Melch is, it's not what it is, it's a chain. But the chain, Chazal will tell us, is only the chain Yoshvel, the chain Makam al Yoshvel. The chain only presents itself and only shines for somebody who makes a Kenyan in Eretz Yisrael. For somebody who says, I recognize not just a place, it's not just, it's not just a Makam, but it's a Makam that It's a place which the Rabbani Shalom dwells here. It's a place where there's no Mazel, where there's no Malach, where there's no Sarm. It's just Shefa, straight from the Rabbani Shalom. That's something which is not seen Bechitzonius. And a person can walk like Ephraim in the greatest streets of the world. You know, I, I told someone, I don't remember who I was telling somebody, Maybe he's, I think it was Avrami, Avrami's kid on, on, on last night. You're sitting in shul. So I told him, I said, you know, Ravis, Avrami, right? he said, you know where we're going? So he, I said, you learned about Akedis okay, Yitzchak this past week? He said, yeah. So I said, you, you know, Zevi. huh? Zevi. 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 So I said, I said, you know where we're going? So I said, we're going to the place that Akedis okay, Yitzchak took place. We're going to the place that Yitzchak Avinu lived. We're going to the place that Avram Avinu lived and Yaakov Avinu and the Shvatim. It's the greatest place in the world, but it could also be just Chitaini. It could also just be just another land and it's a place and it's a place to go on vacation. It's a place to live. It's a place to go hang out. But that's not what Eretz Yisrael is. When a person has a Kenyan in Eretz Yisrael, then you're like Avram Avinu. You'll play anything in the world to, to be in Eretz Yisrael, even for another minute. You recognize that, that it, 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 the value in Eretz Yisrael is not chitzayni. It's something which is so beyond that which is chitzayni, and it shines to the person that has a shaykhist. The less mila is galya elalamari. And every year is a shaykhist Eretz Yisrael. Every year is a shaykhist Eretz Yisrael. Every year is a Kenyan Eretz Yisrael, even if you don't own physical land. And the Avaida on the Vaida when you come in and see it to Eretz Yisrael is to try to peel back the layers, to try to recognize that it's not just chitzayniyas. It's not just a place. It's not just a, a beautiful place. And there's bigger tzaddikim here. It's something, it, it's something that's a chain. It's something that's beyond words. It's something that you can't put into words. Abnachman is a pelotegazach. Abnachman came to spend time in Eretz Yisrael. He went through tremendous, tremendous, some serious nefesh to come to Eretz Yisrael. He did not even end up in Yerushalayim. He was up north in Eretz Yisrael. With, with, with tremendous, serious nefesh. Shemtiv, his grandfather had tried. and was not Matzliach. And many, many tzaddikim were trying to not Matzliach. Abnachman is Matzliach to come to Eretz Yisrael. So he says the following thing. Such a pele. He says, Sipur. When he was in Eretz Yisrael, there were people that moved to Eretz Yisrael, people that made Aliyah to Eretz Yisrael from Ukraine, from Poland, they moved to Eretz Yisrael. They came from Ukraine. They moved to Eretz Yisrael and they bought apartments, they bought land in Eretz Yisrael. They told them Nachman that before they came to Eretz Yisrael, they, they couldn't fathom that there was a place called Eretz Yisrael that was in this physical world. What did they know about Eretz Yisrael? They didn't see pictures, they didn't see videos, they didn't see statuses. What did they know about Eretz Yisrael? They knew about Eretz Yisrael, what they saw in the Svarmakadoshim. You open up a Chumash and you read about Eretz Yisrael, it's, it's, you can't imagine that. It's like reading about Ganeidim. Like you, you, you hear about Ganeidim, you hear about Olam Abba, it, it, it doesn't exist in this world. So you read about Avram Avinu and Yitzchak and Yaakov and the Shvatim, and you read about Klal Yisrael and you read about Yeshua. This is what they knew, and they knew all the Rishonim, the, the, the godless of Eretz Yisrael. They said they couldn't fathom that there was a physical place called Eretz Yisrael. I don't know, you gotta take a rocket ship there. It's somewhere else. It's not, you can't just take a boat and go there. 
They knew about the Kedusha Eretz Yisrael, which is in this form. They said it can't be. The Torah talks constantly about Eretz Yisrael. That the, that the nations of the world think they have any shaykhs to Eretz Yisrael when open up a Chumash. Open up a Chumash and read how many times it's mentioned Eretz Yisrael. The whole Torah, the whole Torah revolves around Eretz Yisrael. You can't be Makayim so many mitzvahs if you don't live in Eretz Yisrael. Everything, everything's Eretz Yisrael. And you read the Chumash and you read Mishnais and Gemara, it, it's all Eretz Yisrael, Dick. The Torah is talking about the, the gvulim of Eretz Yisrael. We have Swar, the whole Sefer Yeshua is talking about the kibush, and they said it can't be. They said it can't be in this physical world. What happened? They finally moved here, and they spent hours and weeks and months, and they finally picked up the whole family from Ukraine. I'm sure it was not easy to see. It was not like we had. And they come here, and they come to they come to Eretz Yisrael, and what do they see? It's a physical land. And you plant seeds in it. They say you plant seeds in everywhere else. And there's water, or there's not running water, wherever they were. And there's bathrooms, and there's, there's restaurants. It, it's, it's a regular place, like every other place. It's not that different than Ukraine. It wasn't built up the way it was. And they saw that it's Eretz Yisrael Mamash. It's Eretz Yisrael, who come even say Lomamash. Zak Zakter is a land. It's a physical land. And the land in Eretz Yisrael, the, the dirt in Eretz Yisrael, although it's it's shining, but love Dafka does it look that way? The chilek in Eretz Yisrael is not in the world of Dumus and Tmuna. It's not in the world of Chitzainius. Nevertheless. Nevertheless, it, it's different in a totally different way. So a person comes to Eretz Yisrael and you're expecting to see something. You expect, it, that's not what Eretz Yisrael is. Eretz Yisrael, you don't see with your physical eyes. You're able to see Eretz Yisrael in a way You're able to recognize that I, I can walk the streets of Eretz Yisrael, I can walk in the old city, in the greatest place in the world, and it could just be like Ephraim, walking through his land and saying, it's just another cave, it's just another street, it's just another big wall that people have been coming to for thousands of years. Where Eretz Yisrael could shine for you. Like, it's, like the Amar Samach Bela shown for Avram Avinu. Ashri, somebody who's Zeichah to walk even Arba Amas. Rabbi Nachman himself, when he walked into Eretz Yisrael, he walked Dalar Amas and Eretz Yisrael, and he told his Gabi that was with him, he said, I'm ready to go back. That's it. I was kind of everything I needed to be kind of in these Dalar Amas. I'm ready to go back. The Gabi wasn't ready to go back. The Gabi said, We slept all the way here. I wasn't kind of anything. I want to stay here for a while. And I ended up staying for a while. But he said, I was kind of everything. Rabbi Nachman said that any Torah that he said before he came to Eretz Yisrael, he put a training in Geniza. And there's no shaykhs to the Torah that he said after Eretz Yisrael. He said it was kind of all his madrigs from Dalat Amas in Eretz Yisrael, walking four Amas in Eretz Yisrael. Kashar Fliger, Rabbi Sena, Zuchayin, Levrach, Vachalas, Rambe, Etzim, Gedushasa, Gedel, Levanera. Nachman's telling us what the Zerah Kaddish is telling us. Eretz Yisrael could either shine for you, it could either be on fire for you, it could be Shalayim, Shalayim, it could be something which you recognize that it's the greatest place in the world. Beruchnius, you can't compare anything to it. It could be Chain, Makam, Al Yeshvel. Or it could be like Ephron. It's a nice land. We plow through it and walk through it and it's nice. We go on vacation and we take pictures and videos. Come back and we go on another vacation. But if you recognize Eretz Yisrael, you want to make a Kenyan in Eretz Yisrael, it's the greatest. Simply said, the Pasuk of Gali Naiva Abitin Eflo Ismeter Resecha. Rabbi Hashem, open up my eyes and let me see that Eflo Ismeter Resecha, the whole Chetam Raglan would have never happened. They came into Eretz Yisrael and they looked at it with Chitzonistic eyes. They looked at it like a physical land and they said, it's Eretz Yisrael Yishvel and people are dying here and people are being buried here and the fruits are too big and there's giants here. He said all they needed to do was beg the Rabbanu Shem, Gal Einai Ve'abita, Nifla Ismet Teresecha, begging the Rabbanu Shem, Shem, open my eyes. I recognize that seeing the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael is not physical. I'm not going to see that it's more beautiful than other places, that the Shemaim is different than every other place. It only happens when a person it, it begs the Rabbanu Shem, Gal Einai Ve'abita, Rabbanu Shem, open up my eyes so that I'm able to see Yushalayim, I'm able to recognize that there's something here. One of the names that we give to Yushalayim is Tzion. 
see in the Svarmakadoshim, right, that the word siyon means that there's something, siyon is like you have a siyon by, by a person's kever. Siyon means that there's something as a monument, but the monument, rec- the monument shows that there's something underneath the ground. You walk into a basic forest and just a lot of, it's, it's a tzien, a tzien, a tzien. The tzien means that there's something here that's showing you that there's something hidden underneath the ground. The avoid of Yishalayim is tzien. It's You see something external, you see a kaisel, but the real avoid is underneath the ground. The real avoid is not by chitzenis. The real avoid is not by looking at a physical. The real avoid is by peeling back the layers, by recognizing that underneath, underneath, there's something which is hidden underneath that avoida called Eretz Yisrael. So Hashem should help us. We should be zeicha. The beg the rabbanim galay naiva abitin aflois mitar secha. Whether you were in Eretz Yisrael five weeks ago, or in Eretz Yisrael fifteen years ago, it doesn't make a difference. Every time a person comes to Eretz Yisrael, it's different. The, the Baal Tanya writes, in, he writes in, in, in his Igris at the end of Tanya, Pel de Kazakh. He writes, the Pasuk says, I'll end with this, so Pel de Kazakh. He writes, Eme Hashem alekecha ba, me reishis hashana, bad achras hashana. Frek the Baal Tanya, push the question, I don't understand. Me reishis hashana, bad achras hashana. Every achras hashana is also the reishis hashana. So the Rabbanishim's eyes are in Eretz Yisrael from the end of the year to the beginning of the year, and then again from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. So why doesn't it just say, Eme Hashem alekecha ba, la'ilam vod? Right, and then it stops, and then what happens? It's it's, it's continuous. It just goes. Is the beginning of the next year. Why doesn't it just say? Because there's something new that takes place every Rosh Hashanah. The Eretz Yisrael that was here a year ago, the Eretz Yisrael that was here when the Miraglim were here, the Eretz Yisrael that was here in the Avos is not the same Eretz Yisrael. It goes. And then everything stops. And then there's a brand new Meichen come in. There's a site on the Siru which takes place in Rosh Hashanah. Everything changes. Everything moves. And now Eretz Yisrael goes up in Madrigas. It's not you read this out. You read this You read this You read this out. There's no you read this out. There's an Eretz Yisrael. It's only going up. So the Eretz Yisrael that you came to last time is not the same Eretz Yisrael. The Eretz Yisrael that you're coming to together with a Chavraya Kaddish with the Gila is, is not the same. It's a different Eretz Yisrael. And we need to beg the Rabbanishim that we should be Zaycha to, of course, we have to enjoy ourselves and to have a good time and to Fabraying. But, but ultimately, Gale Naiva Abita, the Rabbanishim should open up our eyes. We should recognize what a treasure we have. Like, this, like the Zerah Kaddish says, we would never sell this, sell this opportunity for all the money in the world if we knew what this is. The Kayach that we have to be in Eretz Yisrael for a few days of Shabbos and Rishalayim, overlooking the Kaisel, there's nothing in the world like it. Hashem should help us. Hashem should help us. We should be Zaycha. We should really be Zaycha. The Basayin was Zaycha. The Basayin was Zaycha when he moved to Eretz Yisrael. We'll be mentioned by the Basayin's cover on. Uh, on Sunday, Basayim was when he moved to Eretz Yisrael, that he had a, he had a, he had a, a, a giloy. And the giloy told him, I think it was a giloy, Yo told him that the, the stones of Eretz Yisrael shine like diamonds. And he wasn't zaychet to see it. He said, I don't see it. They look regular to me. And he fasted and he put on a tremendous amount of avoidas until he finally said he was able to see the pasha, the stones of Eretz Yisrael shone to him like diamonds. And that's what we begged the Rebbe Hashem. We're here anyways, but we don't want to live here in a shitchistic way. We don't want to spend our four or five days here in a way of chitzenis. We want to be able to really recognize the chen, the chen which only comes, the chen makam al yeshvel, the people that live in Eretz Yisrael, the people that say, I want to make a kinyan in Eretz Yisrael, maybe not a physical, financial one, but I want Eretz Yisrael to be part of me, I want to be part of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael by doing that, but begging the Rabbani Shalom for understanding that it's, it's underneath the surface, it's deeper than what we could see, will be zeichet to appreciate Eretz Yisrael, to value Eretz Yisrael, and Eretz Yisrael to make a real kinyan in Eretz Yisrael to bring it back with us to Chetz Amen.